0: It's a trans girl. I'm the gay girl.
1: Hi, gay girl. I am the (laughs) trans girl. Brooklyn. (laughs) You must be Holly. Yeah. (laughs) She's getting a kick out of not saying her name at the beginning. (laughs) What have you been up to? What's been going on in your little world?
0: I have another exam this week.
1: In which class?
0: Mixology, and I actually have to test over some drinks, which I'm not a drinker. I mean, I used to be when I was younger, have fun, but I'm not at all a drinker anymore. So it's kind of like, but they also look kind of fun. Yeah.
1: Are you going to try to mix any just to see if you can come up with anything really cool?
0: I can't come up with anything really cool. It's actually made it harder now that I know all the technicalities of everything.
1: Mm, yeah give me some of your technicalities i want to know what is that you're doing here
0: like they do two ounces of this 0.25 ounces of this 0.5 ounces of this and it's got to be a sugar bitters and i think acid or something yeah a certain degree to make each drink
1: and you don't think you could do this
0: you mean make my own drink?
1: Yeah, make something that would be really neat or really yummy.
0: I mean, I could. Probably not something that'll be worldwide famous.
1: We could call it the... The Hollyworth, drink. This is the Hollyworth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've been subbing in a different area in my work location. Yeah. It's been pretty boring. Goes off of appointments and... Most days there are not a lot of appointments and I have no internet signal, but I've been trying to get whatever studying I can done.
1: At least your work is boring and you don't have a whole lot going on. I feel like I am just all over the place at my job. Every time I turn around there's something else and it overlaps with something else that needs to be done and something else and something else. Before long you're just, you're overwhelmed. And it becomes stressful.
0: Yeah, that was all my other work before this job. Very fast-paced with a million things going on.
1: I could really use a few years of just relaxing at a job that's a lot less hectic, I must say.
0: Why'd you say it like that?
1: I don't know. I just, I really just feel like it's just really hectic. 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 Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Anyway, uh, so how's your comic book collecting going?
0: I finished collecting all of the Strange comics. They ended at number 10.
1: So it's about Doctor Strange?
0: It's about the new Doctor Strange, not the male Doctor Strange.
1: The female one? Yes, because okay. he died. Do you think he comes back? No. No?
0: Okay. I mean, maybe, but I don't think so. That would kind of get rid of why it was so good.
1: And so you're currently con- collecting the He-Man ones.
0: Yeah, it's another one of the Masterverse things.
1: I think we discussed that last time. Talked I think a little so bit too. about it. I uh I don't know what I'm going to do next after this. It's it's I've got a few different comics. I've been trying to do the Power Ranger ones, but they've split off into two groups after i think comic number 100 and i I don't know i just don't know if i want to keep going all the way with it do i want to wait for like a big event and then just stop but just getting really excited for the new power rangers 30th anniversary
0: i saw that they had a new was it a movie or animated series that everybody's excited about
1: with power rangers
0: Oh no, I was thinking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Yeah, Ninja Turtles, they're doing something, and I don't know. I'm not sure if I like what they're doing with that. I'm I'm very much a fan of the classic, and then there was a series after it that I can't remember if it was just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but then they released the TMNT, and I didn't care for any of that. I don't know. I like more of the classic stories instead of the goofballness. I like more of the seriousness and the serious animation that they do with them. They just seem to have a lot more fun-like stories when it goes into that.
0: About n- mutant ninja turtles living in the sewers. What do you mean? You just said they like go really deep into it and everything.
1: Ah uh, ha ha ha. No. They go really deep into the stories, their background, their history, and Um, I really like that, but I don't
0: know. I've been watching Owl House, which is really good, but apparently it was canceled after season three. Of course, they would do that.
1: I think Disney cancels everything after either season three or season four. They don't have a long life with their productions.
0: I just don't get why they... They should have like let cartoon network pick them up because they would have survived on cartoon network for a very long time
1: i don't know it's just the way it works
0: it's like adventure time adventure time
1: yeah adventure time
0: how like it's a kid show but adults love it like that's how owl house is
1: yeah and there's some lgbtq uh history by some behind some of it have you gotten to watch any of that?
0: I thought we talked about this last episode, but no, nothing gay has happened yet. I'm like over halfway into the first season. Nothing gay.
1: Nothing gay. Okay. Mm. Is there supposed to be something gay happening in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll talk about that when you get to it.
0: Yeah. It's got the voice actress that I love. She's pretty awesome. She's in... She's the... Is it the dean in Young Sheldon? Who is she? The advisor? What is she?
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. I can't remember her name, but yes.
0: And then she's Yzma in The Emperor's New Groove. She's in Just Shoot Me. I don't know. I like anything she's in, pretty much. She's always in. She's funny.
1: She's funny. Mm-hmm. Ha, you're funny. Thank you. <laughs> well, so... Sounds like we just really haven't had a whole lot going on over the last week. Just been working, just been doing our thing like a chicken wing.
0: I've been in an awful group where we have to do a capsule simulation, and if anybody has done that, I have, I don't know, it's been torture for me and my group. We were on for like three hours she trying was to figure comp- it out.
1: complaining about a, uh, a uh. co-student.
0: fellow peer.
1: Yes. And she was like every time we figured it out they would like take a step back and be like oh but we should change this and this and this and we're like we just spent all this time and she was like I'm going to
0: die. It was killing me. Like two of the people bailed at some point but I sat there continued and then
1: late at night even after you guys were all done and I got home from work late
0: I was in bed like getting ready to go to sleep and that same individual asked if he can make changes to it because he started understanding it and I was like as long as it's turned in before it's due and I was just like oh my god you're killing me
1: (laughs) do you have to work with them throughout the whole class
0: yes twice a week every week and it's just been mentally killing me
1: I can imagine I'm not a big fan of group projects never have been i don't like relying on other people i don't like trying to expecting that someone's going to do work in the amount of time that you need to have your work done or to gather it up by to get a good grade yeah i like to show what i can do not what everybody else can do
0: and usually i'm like one of two people in the group every single time that actually does the work i'm not i don't know about this group or anything yet because we've only had one meeting I think they're going to be involved since we have to wait on each person to do their part before we can do our own. But all my other groups, it's been teeth pulley, mm. but I don't want to focus on that. It's already killed my brain enough. <laughs> I'm like mentally drained from it. I have to do another one tomorrow and it's just eating me up
1: inside. You're almost done. A few more months until you graduate, right? Mm-hmm. Well, moving on. Um, Yesterday, we ended up watching a documentary. I was kind of watching it, and you were in the background, and you kept stopping and watching it here and there. But there was a documentary that came out in 2013 called How We Got Gay, and it's a very interesting little documentary, and I definitely recommend it for anyone in this lgbtq community or anyone that supports the community because it shows a lot of how we got from being quiet to being out in the open and everything is involved in the lgbtq community and i find it very interesting because they do start it out being more in the closet and it's more of a sexual thing because people tend to really desire more of the sexual side because they're afraid to hold hands in public or get married or whatever. So that's the part that they focus on is just in the beginning, mostly the sexual side of it.
0: Well, I guess I could see why people would be having quick shadowy relations. They're not as trail leaving as relationships are and it's not as painful to that's a lot easier than it is to try to keep a relationship and it is not as painful as trying to hide a relationship i mean i know how that felt because i was in the service doing don't don't ask don't tell so i remember one of the guys on the documentary said that he always had to say she when he was talking about a he and i had to do that while i was in So, I know how that had to have felt. It was very depressing. I hated it. I hated not getting to be me. And then you do have to keep track of a lot of the lies. And it does get confusing. And I'm not one that likes to lie like that. So, it made me feel cruddy because I was definitely raised not to do that. But it was the only way to really survive.
1: Did you ever let (laughs) it slip when you were in the military?
0: No. Only my very, very, very close friends, and they did not ever betray me, because you could get kicked out for it.
1: Hmm. So you don't think anyone that was higher up ever suspected or ever kind of thought,
0: eh, Oh, I'm sure plenty of people suspected it. I yeah. had very short hair. I was not a girly girl when I was off duty.
1: You've definitely changed since then. I think you're a much girly girl since we've met.
0: And I remember going to gay clubs, but we'd always go out to, uh, what was it called? It was an hour away. It had a Beezas. It was like a three-story gay club. Uh, Wilmington, I think it was, when I was in North Kakalaki. And then when they got rid of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, immediately a gay bar opened, like, right across the street. And... You could always, the gate guards would always see who the gate ones were, because we'd all be walking back on base, because it was right there, so you didn't get a DUI, and they'd be like, there they are.
1: <laughs> so they retracted the Don't Ask, Don't Tell while you were in the military.
0: Yep. I was in for like three years before it, and like the last two years, and keep in mind this is only like a decade ago, is when it finally went away. Interesting. Yeah.
1: But as the documentary goes on, it actually discusses other parts of the history and grows um, a lot of the characters up. And you had actually started um, talking about somebody that was involved in a big part of the revolution, correct?
0: Yes, her name was Marsha Johnson, and she was a huge leader in Stonewall. She was a transvestite. Later, now,
1: what's the difference between a transvestite and a transgender?
0: How do you not know what that is when you yourself is transsexual? Why am I always the one explaining this to you? Oh, no.
1: I don't know. Um, I guess because I've never been a transvestite that I'm aware of.
0: A transvestite is somebody that does not wish to be a female, but dresses like a female. Well, there you go. Or uh, the opposite does not wish to be a male but dresses like a male. They don't really say that as much. Well, they don't say that as much as usual. It's always you can be more masculine but you can't be more feminine.
1: That is interesting. It's when ridiculous. I when I met you, this girl right here wore baggy jeans and had holes in her pants. Not typically. She she wore baggy jeans mostly and what looked like boy short shirts, like she had just got out of a. Walmart um, boy aisle and but her hair was long it was gorgeous it was like all the way down like halfway down her back and she was a really cutie but since we've been together she tends to do more I think girly side of everything but I digress
0: um Another little fun thing, I, when I went on a trip to DC, I actually have a picture and I'll post it on our Facebook page of me in front of, it is phase one, also known as the phase. It was a lesbian bar, but it was like the longest running one. And back in 1971, they opened another bar, the ones that owned phase one and they broke the no same-sex dancing code so i thought that was kind of cool
1: so you actually got to go in that bar
0: no phase one i'm actually looking at a picture of it right now and i remember that i have a picture right by the sign of it too me standing there with my butchie haircut and everything Uh. (laughs) representing but i got to be near that piece of history and today is international women's history day or women's day and i did also visit the women's suffrage museum and the female veterans location and it was it was very nice to be reminded that not even a century ago how oppressed we were and to see how far we're coming and if that can happen for women that are still being oppressed to this day since the dawn of time then maybe one day for the gay and trans it's getting better
1: let's hope yeah let's hope
0: but on that you also saw that was it this year was the record breaking for
1: so far and it's only five four months in and there's already like all kinds of bills that like surpassed the last five years worth of bills to push back um laws and to make things harder for LGBT. LGBT community, yeah.
0: Now, I noticed most of them are focusing only on the T community.
1: Yes, it does focus on us, um, which is very unfortunate. It's something that we're going to have to do a little more research, find some more articles, see what there is out there, and then maybe the next podcast we'll have to discuss it.
0: I think it's going to take, you know how like Ellen DeGeneres, like, during the Ellen show, which I really want to watch that show again, I forgot about it. Um, I used to think Lori was really pretty with the brown hair. Um, anyway, remember when she started her talk show and that's when gays, the whole gay view started turning finally because everybody loved Ellen so much on that talk show and mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. much of a humanitarian she was. I think if they can do, there's got to be that pivotal person like I really think it was a big part of her. I think that if there's a pivotal, like, trans person, then I think it would really help. And I think they're trying to do that because they're starting to bring them more out into the media and making yourself appear and not be hidden away, which is what the documentary was talking about. Yeah. If you're loud and you're proud, basically, you're not that scary monster that's hiding in the dark. And they said when people's parents started saying how much they love their gay Child that really spoke to people because they love their kid and they started thinking, What if mine was? I'd still love my child.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. It does. There needs to be like an icon. I know that um, there's a, another young lady that I follow on Instagram. Her name, I, I can't say her last name. I'm going to butcher it. Her name is Rebecca Brizohoff. Hope I'm saying that right.
0: Probably Google translated.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I hate saying names and then butchering them. And, oh, she's you know.
0: got a picture with um, the reading rainbow.
1: Yeah. Lavar Burton. Yeah. She does. And Aww. Uh, my one of my favorite signs was uh, one that she actually hung up and She actually has done that sign a few different times. But is she trans she is trans this young lady is trans she's she's very young yeah how old is she right now uh, i don't know she'd have to be i'm guessing like 16 17 maybe
0: so her parents are letting her live that way
1: yeah just let her live the way she wants to live but she had the famous sign i'm the scary transgender person that media warned you about and she really started to appear when places all over like target were like hey you can use whichever restroom you want to use and media was getting becoming aware of that and flipping out and talking about how horrible you know transgender people are and they're all going to go in the bathrooms because instead of us really wanting to pee you just want to go in there to you know be peeping toms or hurt people or whatever um but she really became prevalent then. Mm. I, I think she's nine. I mean, seventeen. If I if I had to guess, I think she's seventeen now. Because I most recently read that she went to a um like a ball, I think, or uh, a dance or something. But anyway, um, going back, you know, you have somebody like that. You just need we need a few good people out there that just really are able to grow the community in a positive way just like this to show that you know these are just people we're not anything else and i've said it before i don't want to be transgender i don't want to be gay i don't want to be a part of a community per se i just want to be me
0: well we just have to run to the community to have other people like us that's why we have the community And to have other people to relate to.
1: That's why we have the community. And I'm okay with that. And I love that. I love the community and the fact that it's out there. Because it does give you a sense of belonging. And that's kind of where the documentary goes. You know, you have this group that is growing and growing. And there was... It seems like every time the police knocked down a door and arrested, you know, five gay people because they thought that was gonna hush everyone yeah 20 more came out of the woodwork and was like hey you can't do that and then they go arrest them 50 more would come out and before you know it the community is stronger and stronger
0: but for our young younger possible viewers that don't know that might have grown up in this day and age you they had police knocking down Gay bars, and they might—they were hush hush, but they would seriously like just barge in and start arresting everybody because being gay was a crime in America. Not even, not even fifty years ago—that'd be fifty years, yeah. sixty years ago.
1: Yep, it was—it was illegal. That was the law. You could not be gay. That just slowly started turning, just because I, I think. In the in the documentary, they talk about, like, one of the biggest turning points um, was the AIDS pandemic. That started taking place in the 70s and the, into the 80s.
0: Because they were all sleeping with each other, not having relationships, not protecting themselves.
1: Well, that's the point where, you know, the government was not putting any money or any time or any resources into what HIV was or AIDS and people were dying like crazy and nobody acted like they cared and then you had um, allies the first allies out there were the moms the dads of these kids and people realized hey maybe they're not as horrible as what maybe they're not as horrible as what we're being told
0: yeah. Where do we go from here?
1: I'm we'll just keep talking about the documentary.
0: What else is there?
1: Go more into the present time. But, I mean, you go through the documentary and it gets to the point where... You know, drugs are out there saving lives now, and people are now getting married, and people are able to. They repealed the don't ask, don't tell. And people are um, actually having families, and it shows a sense that the gay community is not just two girls sleeping together, and two guys sleeping together, and a transgender person wanting to wear girls' clothes, that they actually want to be a part of something. They want to have a sense of belonging. Outside of just having a person Ugh. in bed with them.
0: That reminds me when I was back in Oklahoma. And they were always nature versus nurture. And then that's how the gay started. And then also that's how of gay parents were raising children. And oh my god. I think most kids are just thankful to have two loving
1: parents. Yeah. No, and that's true. Um, In that, they actually show... um two gay males, white males, and they have adopted two young um, African-American kids, a little boy and a little girl. And they were hugging them. They were kissing them. They were holding them. They were all like, you know, they were, they loved the fact that they had two parents. They had two people. they to love. And that took care of them. And, you know, they didn't care that their parents didn't have a female involved. You know, they didn't care. You know, you get with two men, they were able to provide that loving environment that a mom and dad can do. You know, they still hugged them, they still sat and read books to them. And it's something that I'm proud to say that, you know, you and I are able to do. We, you know, you got a gay and a trans right here
0: yeah and like Tatum is the baby and he still doesn't quite understand that what trans is. We actually just went over the birds and the bees with him because he's gonna be learning that this next week. Uh, I think he actually learns it this week. but yeah, yeah. he had he still has no idea what a girl looks like and obviously we didn't show him, but we told him it's different. And so he doesn't quite grasp what trans is. He does know that we are both girls though. So he knows that we are in a not husband wife situation, we're two wives. And he does say wife, wives. Um he does call me the man in the relationship.
1: You are the man in the relationship, my <laughs> love. Not you are. No. You sit down at the table and you belch, and everybody stares at I you. Don't and you're like, belch? Yeah, that's right. Everybody's eating your dinner. No. <laughs> no.
0: No. Well, here. Here's one
1: thing. I was like, kidding. She doesn't do that. I do. She does belch.
0: I don't like to wear makeup and stuff. Brooklyn does. That's girly. But when it comes to, like, let's say dinner etiquette, I'm more girly in that. Like, they'll all be smacking their mouths and slurping like men. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> please. That's where I'm girly. Ugh, God.
1: And she, she has her little finger up, her little dainty finger. Lifts her little finger when she's drinking her, her little soda.
0: That's because of Spongebob. When in doubt, pinky out.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: That's the only reason I do it. But that's what we mean. Like, so he still loves us both. And he realizes that we're girls. He doesn't quite fully understand Brooklyn's side of it. But that's just a kid.
1: You know, and... (sighs) The thing is, he may never completely understand that either.
0: He will when he's older. You think
1: so? I, I, You know, I always feel like unless you're in that situation. He
0: is. His parent is that way. Of course he's going to research it when he's older to understand it.
1: Well, I get that he's going to want to understand parts of it. But I think when it comes down to it, I think you really have to be inside that situation. You're going to understand parts of it. You're going to understand the idea of it but you're not really going to understand it unless you're in my situation. Am I wrong?
0: I mean, he's not going to understand what it's like to be a transgender person, but he will understand where you come from, what you you are dealing with, and then that you are a little bit different, but you're also very much the same. Yeah. I mean, he is going to be curious, and he probably is. Luckily, we have very open, like, communicative relationships with them and they're very understanding very lovable children so for us it's easy and I'm hoping when he is older he won't shy away from it that he'll still be willing to ask like hey like are you still my dad and you're like yeah it's just I feel this way and then you explain why you feel that way and I think he'll be understanding
1: I hope so. I I hope he really still considers me that parent. Um, I know a lot of people, they all do it a little bit different. You know, if you're trans might come out and say, "Okay, I'm now the mom and you have two moms now and that's fine. But I don't know. I feel like even though I'm trans, I'm still the dad. I've been called the dad for many years.
0: Yeah, they still call her dad.
1: And I'm okay with that. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll have, like, somebody from my work, like Maddie. She'll come up and she'll be like, oh, you're going to be a new mama. And I'm, I'm fine. I love that. I love hearing that because that's something that you kind of wanted as part of being trans growing up. That way, you always wanted to be that kind, that side of it. But I am, unfortunately, what I am instead of what I could have been
0: but you also she came out as trans like after her children had all been born and how old was carson the oldest he's 17 now
1: oh goodness he would have been maybe 10 or 10 maybe 11
0: yeah so that would have been way harder for them to process if you had been like i'm mom now
1: well i don't know it's it's all right um Regardless, as long as he loves me, as long as he cares about me, and all of my kids feel that way about me, that's I've succeeded at something. And I hope that they can continue to grow up and be people that can support that community. And if they see somebody else that needs help, I hope that they can be there for them. I think that's important to me to know that these children are able to provide that support when needed, wherever needed.
0: Yeah, I think Caleb's friend, didn't she say that she was trans?
1: Yes, and I know he had a hard time with that. I think that was a very hard time for him.
0: I think he had a crush on
1: her, though. Yeah, probably. And she came out as male, and so that was really confusing for him. But, I don't know. I just have to rely on the fact that we've raised them right, and that if we have another little... Little one on the way, you know, they'll know, they'll grow up knowing that they have a a mom and a mom or a mom and somebody that's transgender and somebody that's gay and they will grow up as part of you, as being part of an ally in our community together.
0: And then we go to war.
1: Yes. We have another little war baby. Someone to help fight the war.
0: Their camos like pink and blue and the rainbow. <laughs> yeah
1: we can do that little baby outfit they're
0: fabulous
1: but um that documentary is real good i hope you guys all check it out it's called how we got gay i think you can find it on a lot of different streaming platforms it's just like 45 minutes long from 2013 and it does go into more of the masculine side of it but i think it all does really pertain to a lot of the feminine side as well
0: and if you want to go see that really old lesbian bar, it is phase one. Phase one. And it's in Washington, DC. Washington DC. Um, um again I'll post a picture.
1: She will post a picture.
0: Of it on our Facebook page.
1: With her standing outside. Right by it. By it. Next to the thing. Yeah. She's staring at me like, stop, or I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so yeah, you never answered
1: why didn't you ever get to go in
0: um i don't know why we d- i know it was closed because it was during the daytime i don't know is it I think still that'd be open s-
1: some place i'd want to go in
0: it keeps saying what oh it closed in 2016 so i saw it two years before it closed down because oh. it was like wow i saw it like a year or two before it closed down yeah because i went back in 14 or 15.
1: that's too bad That's very... That's very unfortunate.
0: Yeah.
1: Well... At least you got a picture in front of it. Yeah. Well, um... Moving on. Um... Before we get to your little gay gaming segment... I want to do another... Brightful.me forward slash blog forward slash... What if questions. That's the website. Um... We did this a couple different times before.
0: Is there a purpose of this, or is it like to get to know, like, why does this website exist?
1: You know, it's just to have a conversation with somebody. And I Um, thought it'd be really fun to do it with you, just to see, have you kind of think outside the box and see what you would do.
0: I'm in a circle.
1: Number. I'm going to do number 23. If you were an animal at the zoo, which animal would you be? And you have to be at the zoo.
0: That's so funny, because one of the gate guards this morning caught me off guard, and he was like, what's your favorite animal? I'm sorry. What's your favorite animal? And I was just like, ugh. Which I love. I've always said the white tiger. Yes, I know the white tiger is from Inbred and everything. I like to think more of, like, the off-chance one kind of thing. Yes, I know it's not good for their environment, but... I hope it doesn't exist in that manner, but it is a very pretty
1: tiger. So if you're in the zoo. No, I
0: would not want to be that animal. As okay. I said, they are inbred just for that mutation. A lot of them have dwarfism. Oh, no. Those poor things.
1: <laughs> then what would you be?
0: I would be, let's see.
1: Mine? You want to hear mine? What? Mine would be a prairie dog.
0: Oh, they're so geeky. I think they
1: just look so cool. They just like they have that big open area. Every time we go to the Sedgwick County Zoo in Wichita, like
0: the meerkat, like a meerkat, because prairie dog is the other one. Uh, what it? other one? Isn't a prairie dog? I mean, we have prairie dogs in Oklahoma. They're the gophers.
1: Uh, maybe it's a meerkat that I want to be. Oh, hold on. Is that another word for a meerkat?
0: Prairie dog. They are rodents. Yeah, they look like gophers. Yeah, we have those in Oklahoma. They're always tearing up my parents' backyard. They're so cute and chubby.
1: Yeah, a prairie dog. That's what I'd want to be. A little chubby. <laughs> it's so cute. See? And then she'd still love me. She'd still like be like, oh, I'm going to keep you. And <laughs> then I'd still live with her. And...
0: Wow, they only have a month gestation period. That's crazy. If... Um, meerkats are adorable. I love meerkats. I would want, well, I love the bat cage too. Oh,
1: you could be a prairie butt. dog with me. We could live together.
0: I'd rather I'll be I'll dig a little
1: though. hole and me and you could live in it. And then we'll set up some equipment in that hole. And we could have when a uh, prairie dog meets a prairie dog. Wow. <laughs> Good code.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm in, well, ah, I forgot what it was I knew what it was for a second Uh, what was it well maybe I'd be a meerkat because then I just pop up and be like hello and then go back down and everybody's like oh look how cute and then I can run away if I need to so what would it be maybe an otter so you'd be an otter probably okay they're always swooshing around and putting their hands on the glass. When I know a, they don't enjoy it. When a dog meets an otter. I know they don't enjoy captivity, but it's better than getting eaten by a whale, I guess. Just,
1: just don't kill me. Just don't eat me.
0: I'd probably have to eat you.
1: Yeah, I, I thought so. I'm going to have to not not meet you.
0: I just put my little grubby hand to keep petting you on my tummy.
1: I'll flip over and just... You, you can start petting my belly. Mm-hmm. Just start kneading. <laughs> like, uh, ooh. Um, okay. Oh, here's a good one. What law would you abolish if you could? What law would you create?
0: By the way, we're holding feet right now instead of holding hands.
1: Yes, our, our toes are touching.
0: <laughs> um, what law would I abolish and what law would I create? Yes. Um, there's so many laws. Uh...
1: That's a hard one, isn't it?
0: Well, I guess the federal weed law, just because it would help me in my back pain.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, and then I would create... I kind of would really like to create something that would do better at preventing drunk violence. I don't know what it would be. Like, maybe... Some sort of breathalyzer, like you could drink, but if you became a problem, you would need something to stop you. I don't know.
1: Like, I don't know how you'd create that. That's a very interesting one. Well,
0: maybe they like have a breathalyzer that they have to do like every hour minus sleeping for so much amount of time during their probation or something. That way it could at least protect those around them. From the angry drunks
1: okay um if i could abolish one i actually couldn't think of one i can't couldn't think of either of them but i really like the weed one i think that's a good idea i think we need to stop meddling in the lives of other people and what they can and cannot do because you know that's how we become a dictator state
0: if you're not hurting anybody and weed is of course way better than alcohol when i was a popo i would i much rather dealt with somebody that was high because they were really nice really slow compared to a drunk person that was really loud and obnoxious like my god but yesterday they actually voted to if they were going to legalize recreational weed in oklahoma and i have not asked my mom how that went yet
1: they need to legalize it here in Kansas.
0: They need to legalize it federally because yes, technically it's yes. not legal anywhere. Oh, seriously? Oklahoma rejected it. What? They still have medical, but they rejected
1: recreational. I did recreational. not expect that. I really did not expect that.
0: I know Missouri has recreational. And so i Colorado. I didn't because Oklahoma is like the leading like meth head. Like, what are they doing?
1: I don't know. So, if I could create one. Lame. I don't know what i create. I really don't know. Probably a law that makes everyone live outside the country for one year to see how much they actually really like living in the United States.
0: I, when I was in the Marine Corps, a lot of us said that there should be, which, it sounds horrible, but everybody should have to enlist for like a year or two and Take that with what you will. I know it sounds bad, but Enlisting gives you tools that will help you for the rest of your life. They teach you a lot of values They give you a lot of free education They have you explore and like see poorer parts of the world.
1: That's a good idea You know, you should have a um, school until you're 18 and then for till you're 20 you enlist
0: Yeah, maybe not, like, have to do the full-on, like, go to combat and die for your country kind of thing, but, like, the simpler things. Like, you could be a reservist or something, so you don't have to do it full-time, but... no,
1: it wouldn't be to go kill anybody. I mean, you wouldn't be in combat areas. It'd be in other areas where you would learn to work on... Um, an airplane. You would learn to work on equipment. You would,
0: yeah, like they test you like your MOS, just like they really do. Yeah. And then they two say two more
1: years of school, essentially, but more in the, um, in the field, essentially. But... but you know, something else I would do though is I believe that college education should also be free. As long as you are going to school and as long as you are passing your classes, I believe that that should be free. I think it's either Sweden or Switzerland. One of the other countries out there, I believe has free education and they're doing like a million times better than us. And there's other countries I believe that also do that. And that's something we really should do. Yeah. I'm curious. Now I'm going to do that. I'm going to look that up. Let's see. Uh, it's Sweden. So you got Germany, Norway, Denmark, Sweden. Um, Denmark, Sweden, Finland, Czech Republic, uh, Greece, and Spain. I love the Czech Republic. I can't wait to visit there someday.
0: I've been to Greece and lived in Spain.
1: I have been to... Uh, I mean, I've been to Mexico. I've been to Canada. I Obviously, mean, the list. Oh, United States... Um, I've been to France. It's not on the list. Germany. I've been to Germany. Hmm. Been to Germany um, very quickly, though, and then lived in Ukraine for a little while. But yeah, yeah right. what do you what do you got for gay gaming?
0: Um, I was playing New World. New World, okay. Which is Amazon's MMORPG, and um. Well, again, this goes to the dressing how you wanna dress kinda of thing, which for I don't know, it's a big thing for me. I hate when they gender lock stuff. But my character is a female, which funnily enough, I saw somebody dressed exactly like my character, same color hair, hairdo, everything. And her character's name was Lesbian Number One. And I was just
1: like, Oh my god, my character You should have gone in and be like, Hey, I'm lesbian number two. <laughs> I know
0: uh it was weird i was just like i oh, is this a lesbian look but
1: that, you know i ran across somebody when i was playing um pokemon um the other day and it looked exactly like you i was like wow that's the exact same character they had the same everything on oh my cute. god
0: that's funny um
1: and you were playing with somebody named brooklyn right
0: it was a bot but yeah yeah which is neat, because I always imagine, like, if you meet those people in real life, are we very similar, since we made our characters very similar? Like,
1: yeah, I've wondered that myself.
0: Um, But, so, my armor, it's not like the ridiculous bikini armor and everything. It is, and again, I can't speak for males that are wanting to dress more effeminately, but still be a male. Of course, they still aren't. Really doing that in games, which I hope one day they do. But um, I know that I get to wear armor that actually looks like armor. Because I'm sitting there with my buster sword. Just like, hey, yeah. Uh, like, going after everything. Uh, and it's fun.
1: And you know what? When she says that, guys, she really means it. She sits down here like, I will be in the other room and i'll hear hiya ya," huh! huh! and i'm like what are you doing in there and she's just sitting there clicking away on her mouse hiya 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 i'm like oh my god you're getting way too into that <laughs> and you just see the little leg just kicking out on the character no she does that for real <laughs>
0: yeah
1: yeah she's she's a goofball
0: yeah um new world is it's pretty fun i like that it's not a point and click it's a and it's not like wow where you hit a button well you do kind of hit a button i don't know it's not as stationary as wow like there's more aiming and movement kind of and it's set in like the 1600s so it's kind of colonial, kind of piratey. Um, you do have to buy the game. It's not really pay-to-win. You do get player housing, which I don't have a house yet, but I want to get one.
1: I was going to ask what it's available on. Is it only... So it's on Steam.
0: It's available. I think it might also be available on Amazon's gaming, which is... What was Amazon's gaming site called? Scroll down. I know Am- is it Luna? I know I don't remember. I know Amazon is has their own game site because I have Twitch Prime and they always try to drag you over there to download a game. Um But there are life skills like mining and herbology and all that fun stuff. It and looks then,
1: like it's about $39.
0: Yeah, it's not expensive. And then there's also um there's faction wars. There's three different factions. And if you ever played Black Desert, basically you join whatever faction and then you guys get to fight over the other factions and try to clean the territory. I haven't participated in that yet. I've only got about 56 hours in the game, I think. Um, I'm still getting my toes wet in it. I see people while they're fighting and everything and I'm just like, no, let me pick my herbs. But... One of these days I'll participate, because this can be pretty fun doing the faction stuff. And then you get to learn how to make some furniture recipes, which I love decorating my little player house, and I will get one. That's always fun, because then you can show it off to people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know she brought me down and showed me a house that she built. It was a little square thing, nothing much to it, but...
0: Oh, that was in Conan Exile.
1: Oh, that wasn't this game.
0: No. But Conan Exile is a fun game. It's like Ark, but bloodier. and. I was
1: going to say that one reminded me of Ark. Um,
0: it's more mytholo- mythological, kind yeah. of.
1: I, I know when it first came out, it came out in September of 2021. Conan? No, New World.
0: Oh, yeah. And your mom got it for me for Christmas.
1: Yes. I remember you being excited and you kept talking about it. You actually talked about it on our first date, I believe. First or second date, you talked about how this like game was coming out, and it was, I think you said Amazon's first game? Is that right?
0: I think they were making it, because I think that's when Amazon started diving into video game stuff. And it's yeah. a really good, it's got good ratings. It is definitely, if you look up top MMORPGs, it's getting on those lists now, within probably 1 to 12, 1 to 10, 1 to
1: 12. Yeah, the MMORPG.com has a 7 out of 10. IGN at 6 out of 10, so it's kind of more median on that. Steam is 6 out of 10. So it's not terrible. Ooh, that's a bad rating. a little rating. bit lower than I think.
0: Yeah, that's a bad rating on Steam.
1: Yeah.
0: Huh, I wonder why. But, they're well, they don't have mounts and pets, but they keep promising they're going to do that. If they don't they will lose a lot of players because that is a lot of land. And you have to have mounts and pets in these games. That's what people love. They love having their little friends follow them while they're battling or their mounts to ride. They're definitely missing out on that. They need to jump on that bandwagon.
1: Let's see. Uh, digitaltrends.com. Yeah, there's an article here from October of 2016. Uh, October 16th of 2022. So just this last October. Uh, Question is is New World still worth playing? New World is worth playing in 2022 although it is recommended that recommendation comes with some caveats. Yes. If you don't enjoy the combat at launch not much has changed so it's still a very action-based
0: the combat but if you like black desert now it's not open world pvp like black desert which for me is nice because i don't like getting ganked while i'm sitting there just trying to farm something and then some person comes up and just kills you just for funsies like and it's a bit more black deserts pay to win it makes itself not seem like it is, but it is because you can just buy uniforms and then put them into your stuff and get to duo and everything much faster. Mm. But this one, no. This one's very different. I like it so far. I It does need to get mounts and pets, though, or I will probably have to walk away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, definitely something that's worth checking out, I guess.
0: Yeah, totally. And if you do, play with me.
1: Play with her. Um,
0: join my gay army.
1: <laughs> the army of the gays. You guys will succeed.
0: And trans can join too, and buy and everybody else.
1: Oh, well, thank you for the invite.
0: Yeah, I'm inclusive. Yeah. Yay. Anyway,
1: well, um, don't forget to check out our Facebook. Hit like on our page. Gay
0: girl slash trans girl.
1: Yeah, gay girl slash trans girl. So go check us out on gay girl slash forward slash trans girl on Facebook. And we have our little rainbow header up there and hit like on there. We've got 96 followers. I'd love to see us hit a hundred followers by the end of the week next week. Um, and just keep checking out our episodes. Give us a shout out if you guys want to want to talk. We'll start up some little conversation, but, uh, I guess until next week. Bye.
0: Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirl girl, And check out our Facebook and Instagram page for more updates and messages at gay girl forward slash transgirl. And please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you.